afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Murray Valeriano. And joining us today, as always, in the producer's chair is Mr. Kyle Dotson. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm good. You were uh, you were drinking all weekend? I was at a beer fest yesterday. How many beers did your little body have? Uh, they were only like four or three ounce glasses, but I had a lot. Okay, Wait. they were they were three to four ounce. Yeah, like okay. a, you like got a glass when you went yeah. in, which now I have no clue where it's at. <laughs> and, uh, it's probably in your ass. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. And yep. so you had what do you think? Ten of those? Uh, probably more than that. How did you sleep? Like when you got home, did you just boom? I I slept from six p.m. until nine p.m. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then I watched Witness, which was two hours. Oh, with the gun of the hand. Yeah. Wait, Witness, okay. the old movie Witness? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, then I like slept for another hour, and then I woke up and threw up, and then I went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, you threw up. <laughs> Did Brant get sick, your roommate? No, he, he, I got a text from him in the morning that was from 2.30 a.m. and said, holy shit, it's 2.30 a.m. Where was he? He fell asleep. In his room? From 6 p.m. He texted you from his room to your room? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> was it a dick pic? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't that vegan beer festival, was it? No, it was at the Coliseum. Oh, I saw your pictures. I was wondering what you're doing at the Coliseum. Yeah. I saw U2's Pop Mart at that uh, Coliseum. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was a pretty uh, big production, that tour, right? Yeah, they tried to outdo uh, Zoo, and it didn't work. Mm. You know what I mean? And then they, then they learned, and then they stripped it down and went back to basics on the next tour. Yeah, what they need to do is strip it down, go big, strip it down, go big, strip it down, go big. If you go big, go big, it doesn't work. That, that's the new single, right? Strip it down, go big. Yeah. Uh, Murray, we're going to get to some business with you in a minute. This is very exciting. This is very exciting. By the way, folks, we're about to get the business. We're recording this on, on Sunday. It's going to drop this Thursday. And what? There's a, there's a reason for that, and I'll let you know that in a minute. Okay. But before, before we get into it... Uh, I want to do a segment, Murray. We haven't done this with you. This is a this is a segment called First Listen. I love it. I know the segment. And we get a uh, I get a CD in the mail from an artist I've never heard before. Uh, what I have right now is one called The Pinder Brothers, mm-hmm. and the CD is called Melancholy Sea. Now I don't even know what kind of music this is. This could be country. This could be uh, this could be metal. It could be bluegrass. Adult alternative. It could be it could be all instrumentals. Yeah. For all I know, I don't know. It could be whale songs. Pinder Brothers. They could all they could all play cellos. I don't know. You okay, buddy? I'm fine. All right. So uh, I'm gonna tell you, what, I'm gonna hand this to you, and you just you pick a song and tell okay. Kyle what one you want to hear, and he'll play it, and then we'll uh, then we'll critique it. Dweezil Zappa hates this segment. I know. Well, you... <laughs> we were talking earlier. Dweezil Zappa didn't like this segment because obviously he's a musician, and you got to enjoy music. Whereas comedians, if you played a, a comedy clip for a comedian, it immediately would be like, this guy fucking blows. Or else, this guy's great, but yeah. you, you would have an opinion immediately. Immediately, you I'm, wouldn't. You wouldn't have to say, "I'm going to listen to this joke 17 times, and then I'll tell you." Yeah, yeah. It's well constructed, but the punchline like was a little weak. He called back something which I don't think he should have called back. Uh, I'm going to go with this track because it's one of my favorite movies from the '80s, Overboard. Okay, let's hear Overboard from the Pinder Brothers. Let's jump ship and swim. Let's dance under the moonlight. We're about now and not then. 
It's a chance for freedom to find peace within. Coming out of the shadows, so I like it. All right, let's go around the horn. Murray, first thoughts. First thought, I liked it, and then it kind of got a little repetitive. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I first thought I liked it too, and then it was it was, it was just okay. But uh, Kyle, what did you think? Well, yeah, it's all right. All it right. was like trying too hard to be Tom Petty. All right, now oh, you get to you pick a track. Well, I'll pick a track. This is a new component. I before I just picked the tracks right, well, yeah. and said screw everyone um, else. I'll pick I'll pick this crash down. Crash down. Crash okay. down. This is, this should should rock, right? Yeah. Nope. Oh boy. Faster than foolish when you get caught in the past. Move quickly in the blink of an eye. You can be in the future. You can even rise up to the sky and unwind the questions in your mind. Crash down when it all comes round again. All right, what do you think of that one? I don't hate it. I, I, I just, I, I would like to hear it without the voice modulation or yeah. whatever they did to it. Okay. And I like that funky little keyboard yeah, solo that, that came in cool. at the end. Now I'm torn because there's a there's a song called "Pictures of Rachel." I'm hoping that's about some nude pics. There's dick, a song dick called "Pictures of Rachel." Yeah, there's a, there's a song called "Last Days of Summer," and I love songs about summer. But I think I want to, I do. But I want to go, I think I'm going to go with the opening track because the opening track is always key to an album. You know, can we get them hooked immediately? Yeah. So let's see if this uh, song called Same Mistake. It'd be great if it was just sounded like Overboard. <laughs> okay, it's just getting this in there slow. I, I expect some drums to wail in a minute. Nope, you got a flute. <laughs> It's a little Beatlesque. It is. Picture yourself in a boat on a river. I thought it mattered which way was right. Wanna hold her all through the night, torn and tattered. I keep my heart out of sight. It's a cold world in the gray morning light. On a Sunday. Like a runaway train My head on her shoulder Doesn't soften the pain Man, I'm okay But I cried out in vain When I told her Sometimes I feel like I want to hold her And live another life It's a cold world Now, as far as the first listen goes uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up Because I, I didn't, I didn't not... I didn't dislike any of those songs, mm-hmm. and and I think I think if uh, I think this might be an okay album. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I didn't. I liked the first two. I didn't like that first one. Um, a little too easy for See, me. But I'm going to give it a thumbs up anyway, man. I mean, I think if they're a young group, yeah, and, and they're that's their jumping off point, and they grow from that. Yeah, I think it'd be really good. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just not my. No, you could be, but you give it a thumbs up. Yeah, sure. All right, now yeah, I think that's it's not my cup of tea either. Yeah, uh, but you know what? It doesn't sound too too far away from like some stuff I listen to. There's some yeah. ro- some Rooney could, songs could sound like this yeah. a little bit. I kind of went like early '90s, like Vigilantes of yeah. Love type kind of 
mm-hmm. music. You know, that's what it kind of reminded me of. All right, I don't know who that is, but I'm gonna just nod my head and be hip. That's, you know, be, <laughs> but the bandana's doing it, so don't worry about it. Well, this is my tennis bandana. Okay, so folks, here's what happens: the first person to what? to email me at rocksolidpodcast at gmail dot com, and all you have to say is, "I want that Pinder Brother CD." And uh, please include your address. If you don't include your address, I delete it. Uh, don't worry about it. I just emailed Pat. Oh, great. So I'm getting it. Uh, also, I have some other things. We're not going to listen to these, but I'm going to give these away. I have a promo copy of the new Todd Rundgren album called Global. Oh, cool. Do the same thing, but you can't, you can't request both of these. So if you want the new Todd Rundgren album, it's just a, it's just a promo in a, in, a, in a CD sleeve with the cover graphics and song titles on the back. So, and it looks just like Todd Rundgren. It looks like Todd. I think he drew that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then the other thing I have, another promo CD. It doesn't have any booklet. It's just in a, in a kind of a generic case. It's, uh, it's an advanced copy of uh, Randy Bachman from Bachman Turner Overdrive. It's called Bachman Heavy Blues. And on some of these songs, one song has Neil Young. One song has Jeff Healy. One says, has Peter Frampton. One has Joe Bonamassa. So, uh, again, if you email me at rocksolid. Uh, I'm sorry, email me via rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com and say, I want that Bachman CD or I want that Todd Rundgren CD. I'll send these out to you. I have a question for you. Yeah. Where the fuck did Joe Bonamassa come from? All of a sudden, he's he's fucking everywhere. everywhere. Like, I never heard of this guy. Then all of a sudden, he's just everywhere. Even the guy I play tennis with on Sunday, he's like, Joe Bonamassa's my man. I go, how long has he been your man? He just (laughs) seems like they just hatched him. Do you turn over mans every five days or something? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, that's, uh, okay. We got nothing. <laughs> no, I just I, see I agree. He was in a he was in this band Black Country Communion with right. uh, Jason Bonham and Glenn Hughes, and then uh, they broke up because he didn't want to do it anymore. I don't understand why they just didn't get another. I guess Dude, you can't, Joe Bonamassa. Yeah, you can't, you can't replace Bonamassa. You can't not the Bond man. No man. They re- they released uh, three studio albums in three years and a live album, and mm-hmm. then he I've had enough of this. Well, he's the man. He knows he's got his fans. You're mm-hmm. com- you're coming. For Jan- Bonham, Bonham, but you're Mas- staying for Bonham Bonamassa. Why didn't they name him that? Bonham Bonamassa. I oh. would go see that band. <laughs> I like it. Bonham that Bonamassa. Would be, that would be awesome. We got a new t-shirt. Um, before we get into the topic, I want to do a quick, uh, I want to tease. Um, we have Steve Lukather from Toto. We recorded with him this past week. He is going to be on May 14th. It's our 200th episode. And um, I want to tease him being on. This first clip is him the lead singer of uh, Toto right now is Joe Williams, and Joe Williams' dad is a famous uh, movie composer, and you're going to find out a little bit about him right now. Ooh, I wonder who he, that is. Here's, uh, here's Steve Lukather. Danny Elfman. <laughs> Joe Williams, his dad does something, right? His dad is John Williams, the famous film composer. Wait a minute. What are you saying? Is this a Rock Solid exclusive? <laughs> no, it's very common knowledge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's Steve Lukather being very dismissive of my joke, <laughs> as we all are. <laughs> um, but okay, what we're here for today? Well, I brought in something new. Oh, can okay. We do that? Oh, oh yeah, I that? forgot about that. I'm Is sorry, that right? Murray. I'm, yes, yes, yes. Murray did bring something in. I brought in some. I brought in the new Brian Wilson album, which came out just a couple of weeks ago. What do we call this? And we call this uh, new music roundup. New music roundup. All right. So do, we have a, Brian do we have a Williams? Do we have a sting? <laughs> New music roundup. Yeah. There you go. Well, Feel free to use that as a needle drop anytime will. you want. Let's isolate that, Kyle, and use that every time. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to isolate just what we did. And every time it's new music roundup, that's what it is going to be. Okay, great. I love it. Um, so what are, what are you going to play? A couple Brian of Brian Wilson, not Brian Williams. You said Brian Williams. It's Brian Wilson. Now, Brian Williams told me that he wrote every song on this Brian Wilson album. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> um, it's, I, I, 
I like it, but it's getting very it's very close to like easy listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, but what he did, I think, on this album, really smart. My friend pointed out is he had a lot of guests on there, kind of do the heavy lifting of the singing because he's like seventy five. So you got Bonamassa. He got Bonamassa on guitar, just <laughs> rips it up. Uh, Bonham Bonamassa. Um, so let's start off with uh, the right time. Just take it from the top. This is Al Jardine from the Beach from Boys, Beach Boys sure. doing most of the vocals on this, and uh, oh. Brian backing it up. There's Bonamassa right there. Whatever happened to me and you And everything we've been going through So many pieces that never That's a good tune. Yeah, it's not bad, huh? Yeah, that's nice. That's not bad. And then uh, the singer from Capital Cities is on this. Uh, a couple guys I never heard of. And then he partners up with She and Him. Are you familiar with that band? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Zoe. Zoe Deschanel. And, I call uh, her Duchanel. Yeah, she's a little. <laughs> she's a little. I she and Him. Let's see what happens. This is called On the Island. Sorry. Of course, he whistles. We booked a seven-day cruise on our summer vacation Ended up lost in island nation Saturday morning, walking the sand The rhythmic beat of this tropical band We'll be wasting our time Wasting our time On the island I'll be feeling just fine even her voice is forced cuteness, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Don't you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I wouldn't call her Duchanel. That's no. a little harsh. But uh, we tried to get them on the show early on. When, she uh, and him? When, yeah, when He Who Shall Not Be Named was my co-host. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they had no interest. Yeah. yeah. But we tried. And of course, Immord is whistling because that's all he does in every song he writes. He whistles. <laughs> I don't mind that song either, though. How many songs are on this album? That'll be the big factor for me. Oh, okay. I'm like, sorry, if you me... tell me 16 songs, then no, I don't like it. Oh, really? Oh, that's, oh all right. Hold on. Let me find it. should you. be like 11. Let me ring up. 16 songs? Yeah, that's too, <laughs> that's, that's too many. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's maybe not be the... No, 16. Yeah, that's too many. But that... the last song is called The Last Song. But that could be the last song if it was a 10-song album. Okay. <laughs> that could be the last song anytime. Or the 10th Actually, song. you could make your own mix and always make that one the last song. That's true. Yeah. So what, are we going to hear another one? It? No, I just brought in two. Okay. Um, yeah, I like it. My wife hates it. I don't know why. <laughs> I always love when that happens in the household. And, oh, this great album, honey. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Uh, how can you listen to that? <laughs> She's texting me from the other room. Does Boo. Frank, turn it off. <laughs> Does Frank like it? Uh, I don't know if he's heard much of it. Frank likes something he can shake his ass to. He's he's a big dancer. He loves to dance. He's got the a house. big rock hard tank ass, right? What are you doing checking out my kid? Well, he's just a big kid. He's a big dude. He's a big boy. 
Um, I want to get to the topic, Murray, because this is uh, this is very much a, a Murray centric uh, topic today, which it should be. Today is Thursday, April thirtieth. Many of you are thinking, "Oh, Marvel's Ages of Ultron is opening tonight." I am a nerd. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> Kyle and I are actually seeing it tonight because um, I'm speaking as if this is Thursday. Oh, even, okay. Even though it's Sunday, but tomorrow, Friday, May first, is it the first? Friday? Yeah, Friday's May 1st. Okay. Uh, there's a comedy CD that's going to drop. CD that's going to drop. It's called Rusty Cow. And the, the who's the artist of this CD, Kyle, who recorded this? Murray Valariano. This is Murray Valariano. Uh, this is your debut comedy CD. Yeah, technically it's my debut. I recorded one a few years ago, but it was straight for Sirius XM. Now, this has 22 tracks, and the last track is called Last Joke. Yeah, that was the last joke I ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> 22 tracks. Would you like it better if it was only 10 tracks? Um, would I like it better? For, no, no. Comedy CDs have, have a lot of tracks. Okay. Uh, this was recorded live at the Hollywood Improv, uh, written, produced by Murray Valariano. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you, you, you might be heard on this CD because you were at the show. I was at the show. Were you near a microphone? Where I you was could, behind a piano. You're behind a piano. <laughs> and actually, I kept all that in. I made fun of him for getting there oh, late yeah. and getting shitty seats. Did you say his name on the CD? No, he said, uh, how'd you get that seat? I know you. <laughs> okay. Well, when he says that, he's talking to Kyle. Yeah, so when I'm ripping on the kid in the front row, it's Kyle. Yeah. Um, By the way, Kyle, thank you so much for coming. You brought Brant, right? Yes. Your friend Brant and uh, your girlfriend Hoover, right? What's her name? Marissa. 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 <laughs> Marissa. That was very nice of you. And uh, Pat, you wanted to come, but you actually called and asked if you could get in, and I, I was going to get you in, and then something came up. But I appreciate you... I'm, I t- I t- like you said, you wanted to come. I'm like, I would, it was never, one of those I would never ask another comedian. It was to come one of those things. No, it was one of the things that I, now I'm disappointed I didn't go. And it was one of those things where the day got a hold of me and I got exhausted. But then, then I got a second win after I said I wasn't coming and it was too late to come. Oh, okay, so it we the whole day was messed up. We had to turn people away at the door. It was a sold out night. That said, Kyle, get your grubby mitts off. <laughs> That's my pardo. Um, yeah, so Rusty Cow, I don't know what, the, I don't know what that means. Explain uh, that title. It references a joke I do about spiking my kid's bottle of scotch. Oh, okay, nice. Sleep. Yeah. And, you, and is, is that a real drink or that's just a drink name you made that's up? That's a drink name I made up. Well, well, you know what? I want people... And there's directions on how to make the drink on the inside of the Oh, CD. there is a real drink. No, no. I made that up. Oh, you made it up. And I put the directions on how to make uh, it. Now, have you... Did you try this out? No. Fuck. Milk and scotch? No way. Uh, I don't know. Oh, actually. Did you... Would you... No. What are you in a frat? Well, I can't. I can't drink milk. That would be a frat hazing. What we're going to do is we're going to put milk and scotch together in a baby right. bottle, and you have to walk around campus in a diaper, <laughs> and you have to, and you can't come back until you've actually shit yourself, and then you, <laughs> then we're all buddies and we're friends for four years. Hey, hey brothers for life, man. Brothers fuck, for life. Fuck that fraternity <laughs> bullshit. Here's how Murray. Has you br- would drink it in a four ounce cup at a festival, though. Murray, you brought yes. uh, you brought four copies and you signed them. Yes, we're I did. Give those away. Sure. Here, I just here's how we're going to give these away. Uh, first of all, you email us uh, via rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. I want you to create a drink oh. called <laughs> the Rusty Cow. And uh, whichever the three recipes that you come up with, the three best ones that I feel are the best ones, I'm going to send, or the four, I'm sorry, I'm going to send you uh, a copy, an autographed copy of Murray's CD. Include your address, you dumb fucks. <laughs> I get so many times, and there's no address, and I just went, and, but I'm, but I'll, I'll go. Oh, you forgot your address, and then they, oh, sorry, right. but I don't want to do that. I just want to, <laughs> I want to delete, but I can't do it because we love the listeners. By the way, I love that you're giving away my CD on the day where you're giving away thirty thousand other things. Look, no one wants these. They why know. Are you, why you. are you looking at my CD when you say that? 
No, I'm pointing at I'm pointing at the. Oh, no, nobody wants. No, to actually, I was, I was no, I was actually motioning to my testicles. <laughs> oh. Nobody wants these. Oh. Kyle, you've just propped the CD up so that uh, now are you facing at the camera one. Yeah, yeah the at home. Yeah, that's the how they home. do it on the late night talk shows, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far from a late night talk show. <laughs> All right, so because because of this uh, event, this uh, re- the release of Murray's CD, are you excited about it? Is this going to go? Will this be on iTunes on May first? Yeah, 1st? It's, it's actually you can pre. You, it's it's pre-sale right now on iTunes and Amazon. It's on iTunes, Amazon. If you want a signed copy, you can go to my website and nice. get it. Perfect. Um, I sell it, obviously, after shows. It's on every Google+. Plus. It's it's on places I've never heard of. So. After the show, I come up to you. How much does that cost me? Um, it varies. Last night was 15 bucks. Okay, that's good. So my website. Sometimes it's a hand job. It's got to be no brainer money. Now, do you take? Do you sign them at the shows? Oh yeah, sign them at the shows. Now, are you that. are you taking the plastic off? I'm surprised you had the plastic put on. A lot of times they get them without the plastic now. Yeah, I yeah they just they plastic wrapped it. I didn't request it. So you got to take all that off before you can sign it. Yeah, you got to do it before the show. Because <laughs> you yeah, get a line of people. You're like, hold on, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Hold on, just you got to hire like an intern to just unstrip those. We call those the MC. How much? Uh, how big of a run did you do on these? Can I ask you? How big of a run? Yeah, did you print up? Oh, uh, ten thousand, right? Ten thousand CDs. Uh, there was another producer who was handling all that. I don't know how much. Is that we true? Got. Did you print up ten thousand? No, I didn't print up ten thousand. Okay, I was going to say that's a lot. <laughs> ten thousand. We wouldn't want ten thousand of anything. We wanted it to ship platinum, so we printed up a million. Yeah. <laughs> Instant platinum. What's uh, Kyle? What was your What was your favorite joke of the night? Do you know? Oh, uh, well, uh, that was two months ago. You, yeah, you remember? Two months ago. Yeah. Um, Kids have been drunk every day since. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I like your. I, I noticed the Blink One Eighty Two things on here. That yeah. was funny. Okay, I, a, I went on a Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, I know rant. which. I know which one. The the one about your your son with the balls. That one's funny. Oh, okay. That one <laughs> made me laugh. All right. Why are you looking at his son's balls? <laughs> well, why don't you look at his tight, firm ass like uh like Pat does? Couldn't help it. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Uh, so today we're going to do, we're, we're going to do comedy songs. Yeah, I yeah, said okay. we could do comedy clips if we want to. Anything that's comedy related. So we're going to basically play anything but what's on Murray's CD. Hey, yo. By the way. Another drop in for us. <laughs> nonsense. Kyle, hit us up with that nonsense drop in. <laughs> I can just come in and do that. Oh, okay. Every, Every time you record, we can put a microphone across the room, and you can be like, uh, I don't know, what a Don Pardo. You can be over there, Don, right. rock and peace, Don. I'm sorry, say that again. Rock and peace, Don. <laughs> you just looked at the door like someone came in. What are you looking at? I'm, lo- I'm looking for my water. It's right there. Oh, okay. I thought it was yours. It was are you still very, drunk? From yeah, close. it was actually closer to Murray. I thought it was Murray's water too. Okay. Murray, do you want a water before we really get kicked in? I have coffee because I worked last night, so I'm dragging. Okay, I'm going to grab something. Out. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Don't. We're not editing this. Okay. We're not. Okay. No, I'm just going to get a drink. I wanted to. Murray, go. Do you want to play your first clip? Uh, my song? Sure. Wait. Uh, yeah. Sure. Do I want to play a song? Yeah. Did he I introduce was, it already? I was, I was trying to get us to play something. Oh, I was going to talk to you about the beer fest. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I wanted to go. Hey, I'm back, guys. What happened while I was gone? It was... Uh, we had to get... We, a lot of that. All right. So let's get into this comedy mm-hmm. songs. Murray, I will... Uh, Murray informed me when I told him we were going to do this topic. He said, I hate comedy songs. <laughs> I like, don't necessarily hate comedy songs. Right. I just don't own them. Right. And I really no had to... No one owns them. I really, like had to go, ra- I really had to rack my brain. Dude, and, I made you a comedy uh, song mix. <laughs> And listen, I have good friends. Henry Phillips, hysterical. Uh, he tours a lot with Doug Stanhope. Mm-hmm. He's a guitar player. But like most comedy songs, it's a minute yeah. and a half till the punchline. Yeah. So grabbing 
30 seconds yeah. of a comedy song. And is, is I agree rough. with you. So uh, we can play We can let these roll a little bit longer okay. today. Well, I wish you would have told me that. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't truncate it. You don't give Kyle just 20 seconds of it. You just tell him where to start. Yeah, it. Yeah. We can play it out a little bit longer. Yeah, but I was able to find, you know, and plus I have good friends like Chris Hardwick and Mike Furman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden yeah. Firm, they're great. My friend Karen Kilgariff is yep. the music. She's great. And so. I didn't even think of uh, uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Garfunkel and Oates. I went sure. real old school with a lot of mine, but we'll see what I happens. I almost brought in Garfunkel and Oates's, uh hand job song. Mm-hmm. Do you know that song? I think I do. If you hear it, it'll be stuck in your head for Forever? days, man. Kyle, did you bring anything that we... I let Kyle bring songs today, too. Did you bring anything uh, new? Like, or is everything old-fashioned? Um, I brought some newer stuff. Okay. Probably. Any Trent Reznor? No. Okay. Well, let's start Trent with, let's let's start with Murray. Song about fucking women like animals? We'll, we'll go around the horn. Like we'll you're start, a chicken. We'll go Murray, <laughs> Kyle, and then me, and we'll just go around the horn like that. So what's your first one, Murray? All right. I got I to play this first one out of the gate. He was a friend of mine. He died. I got to work with him a lot over the last Jeez, few years. Already, I know it's, it's a hysterical. downer. It's a downer. Um, it's, his name's Robert Schimmel, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to work with him a lot over his last two years of his life. And he, I used to not like him. He's super filthy. And mm-hmm. in the '90s, I would watch him when I was growing up or coming up, and I was like, "Eh, he's not really cup, my cup of tea." Then he got cancer mm-hmm. and almost died. And like. He's still dirty, but there was like to me there was meaning behind it yeah. after that. And then, so this is off his first CD. He wrote a song called "If You Buy This CD, I Can Get This Car." That's a great CD. Oh, oh yeah, his first one. Yep. This is buy my CD. I can get me a Porsche. If you buy my CD, I can get me a Porsche. If you buy my CD, I can get me a Porsche. I really want a Porsche, so please buy my CD. If I have me a Porsche, then I can get me a girl. If I have me a Porsche, then I can get me a girl. If you buy my CD, I can get me a Porsche. And with the Porsche, I'll get the girl by my CD. Here it comes. If the girl likes the Porsche, she might let me squeeze her tits. If the girl likes the Porsche, she might let me squeeze her tits. If you buy my CD, I can get me a Porsche. I'll get the girl and squeeze her tits by my CD. And then it goes on and on. It's blowing her. She's blowing him. They're fucking, and he loses his wife. It sounds. Uh, it sounds. The music is like something that would be playing at a kids' party. Like you come mm-hmm. over, like Barney came over, and he's playing some music in the background, and that's what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. he kind of went for that, and it gets really super. Like, man, maybe she'll suck my dick. You know, like it gets yeah. really, really raunchy. So I think that's probably why he picked it. Anyway, cool. Rest in peace, Robert Chimmel. Rock and he was peace. Rock and peace, Robert Chimmel. He was a good guy. I'm glad I got to know him and work with and him. And I, I do have that CD because I used to listen to him on the radio when he was on Howard Stern. And mm-hmm. when that CD came out, I did actually purchase. That. Oh, great. And uh, cool. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, what do you got? Um, this uh, this is from the first CD I ever owned called Weird Al Running with Scissors. All right. Nice. Um, and Murray's on. Murray was in the video for this. Song. Oh, you picked this song? Yeah. Okay. But uh, this is like the best thing that came out of the the original Star or the new Star Wars trilogy, I guess. Okay. Long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away. Naboo was under an attack <laughs> And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn Could talk the Federation into Maybe cutting them a little slack <coughs> But their response, it didn't thrill us They locked the doors and tried to kill us We escaped from that gas The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass 
We took a bundle from the scene and we went to feed to see the queen. We all wound up on tattooing. <laughs> That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Man, that guy's good. He, that he guy is, is good. He is magical. That guy I is mean, good. it's not just uh, he doesn't just throw those together like in a couple of minutes. He really works on these things. I actually brought a Weird Al Yankovic uh, song off a of poodle hat. I brought a Weird Al song. How can you have to? Yeah, you have to. So we'll get to those. Okay, I'll play it later then. All right. uh, hi, hi, hi. I went super old school with probably mm. the first. The first comedy song I can ever remember. This uh, predates me by one year. This was from 1963. This is a guy named Alan Sherman. A little th- something called Hello Mutta, <laughs> Hello Fada. Now I don't want this should scare you, but my bunkmate has malaria. You remember Jeffrey Hardy? They're about to organize a searching party. Take me home, oh Madafada, take me <laughs> home. I hate Granada, don't leave me out in the forest where I, I might get, get eaten by a bear. Take I'm, me I'm laughing because we had to sing that song in like fifth grade. I, I, yeah, I can't, I know all the words to that. It was so good. We had to sing it for like our parents. We had to sing yeah. that song and we had to sing... <laughs> Kenny Rogers, uh, Coward of the County. Wow. I don't know if you know the part where uh, the three guys rape his girl in <laughs> Coward of the County. So five, fifth, you know, 25 fifth yeah. graders singing, uh, they all took turns with her. And then they had a bunch of the fifth grade girls sing, I want a man with slow hands. Yeah, and exactly. it was a great assembly. Everyone had a great time. Uh, you're up, Murray. Um, See, you love comedy songs. I love comedy. I forgot about that song. Let's go. We, 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 talk, we talked about Hard and Firm earlier, so let's just go with... This is off their album. I think it's called Horses and Grasses, but I don't think you can get it anymore. And this is my guess why. I think maybe copyright. They're not allowed to use it, but they did uh, a medley of Radiohead songs. Oh, okay. All country style. Cool. Called Rodeo Head. <laughs> That's funny. This is what you get. This is what you get. Really good, yeah, man. I mean, that's just not two guys, you know, sitting in a room and uh, talking about their dick. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's really really good. well produced. Mike Furman is <clears throat> an amazing like composer mm-hmm. and musician. He did uh, my Road Stories podcast theme song, and uh, 
but you wouldn't you wouldn't know it looking at firm. You wouldn't know it looking yeah. at Mike because he's just very you know kind unassuming, of unassuming, and he's just like this amazing musician and writer and composer. And his wife, very talented wife Donna. And oh she's sure, the voice of Word Girl, and she's writer on I forget what uh, what's that show? Married? Uh, is it Marry Me? Marry Me? Yeah, Marry it's Marry Me. me. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah that, they're ni- they're nice people. They're yeah, good people. They are. I like those guys a lot. And Hardwick's good people too. He's all right. He's riding the coattails of Furman. Let's be honest. He's riding the he's riding the coattails <laughs> of April Richardson right now. He's uh he's closing for her. Yeah. On good, this, yeah. Good luck on following April. Fun, Hardwick. Fun, comfortable tour. <laughs> uh, you're up, Kyle. What do you got? Um. I don't think you're going to be included every week. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm glad you included him because I only have like eight songs. Yeah, yeah I have a bunch, like but I I, I I wanted to make this uh, fun for Kyle. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, so this is a, this is a Lonely Island song. I brought I brought two. Um, so this is newer. But okay. This is who's in the Lonely Island? Tell us about them. This is uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg and the other two guys. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly who's in it. That's great. Well, I know one of them's named Jorma. Jorma, and, uh, I think. Kiva and Sven or Akiva? I don't know. I only know Jorma, Jorma from and Yo- Sven from Jorma Kakonu. Uh So anyway, this is called "I'm on a Boat." This features T Pain. Right. Oh, I remember this from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That's great. Love that is it. good, man. I actually like it better hearing the song than seeing the video. Does, does that doesn't make sense, does it? But mm-hmm. I, I like just listening to yeah. the song. Yeah, the songs. It's just like a parody of all those. Yeah, those yeah. those hip hop videos, videos where they're all just getting it down, on the boat, doing nothing, money and chicks. Uh, well, you my, know, Dick in a Box, the song they did with Justin Timberlake, yeah, yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, yeah it's, good it's so it's just spot on that genre. Yeah. That's what that's what they do. They nail the genre, yeah. like, like yeah. what Tenacious D did. Yep, they nail the genre. Oh, I didn't and bring I think, any Tenacious. Did you, did. Did you, okay, cool. Now, yeah, ease yeah, up. Yeah, all right, buddy, take it down. <laughs> Jesus, a notch, G, okay? don't get all crazy. Come on, you only brought three songs. You don't want to blow uh, them in the first five minutes. So my first song was from 1963. Now I'm going to jump to 1982. This is from. Eddie Murphy's debut comedy album in which as when I'm researching this <laughs> the first track on Eddie's comedy album I'm not even going to say what it's called but it's the word it's that, called faggots you can say it it's <laughs> on the comedy album how I can and I remember having this album and it that was fine right it was fine I recall my friends in my room listen to this first one it's about faggots yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could not but I but I forgot about that sure. until I was until I looked for this song and I was like oh my god yeah it's that, and that was only what 30 years ago not even yeah I mean look I mean what, I can't even say that word either but you know what I mean what if someone at the time what if uh, some white comic had an album that said was, uh, oh I brought that Oh, you brought yeah, the, yeah. The so it was off the B side of uh, Rodeo oh, Head by Hard and Firm. <laughs> so, uh, but so it's with an A, not with an ER. Okay. So it's okay. Yeah, then it's fine, and we can all say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a song called, uh, and this is either ho- terrible or hysterical. You you decide, Kyle. It's a boogie in your butt. Oh, <laughs> 
putting no boogie in nobody's butt. That's nasty, man. What you talking about? Putting boogies in people's butt. You out your mind or something? You go to jail for doing something like that. Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down. Open your eyes and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt. Put a, a bubble bee in your butt. Put a color. Who's that? In your butt. I don't know. Put a big rock in your butt. Say, put some fleas in your butt. Say, stop to sneeze in your butt. Say, put a tin can in your butt. Put a little tiny man in your butt. Say, put a light in your butt. Say, make it bright in your butt. Say, put a TV. It's so stupid. <laughs> it sounds like one of the guys from Sugar Hill King. <clears throat> it me, might Sugar be Eddie, King. too. It could be. It is so juvenile and so stupid. Which you know what? I you think that put stuff in your butt. I think that's good though, man. I think I think comedy needs. To, I had this discussion the other day. <clears throat> you try to get so serious. This might be a sequel to his first track on this album. I was going to say, <laughs> reference my first. Track. <laughs> so what are you going to say? I just I think I think comedy needs to be more silly, man. I, I just well, that's definitely silly in '82. But I remember again. I remember in '82, I, I was a senior in high school, and I we listened to this and think it was hysterical, right? Put me in your butt. Put a little tiny tree in your butt. It was like anything. <laughs> put a coffee cup in your butt. Put Murray's comedy CD it's, in your butt. It's kind of like what a tr- like a kid would be singing. Yeah, like, a, like yeah. On the playground. To if make you play, if laugh. we played this for Sam Fisher, he would lose his mind. Yeah, yeah, he would die laughing. Put st- even the first part. Of that, put a boogie in your butt. Ain't gonna do that, man. You get arre- you get arrested for something like that. By the way, you can't get arrested for that in California if you try to put boogie in someone's butt. Oh, is that true? Is yeah. that okay? Because right. you could give him a cold that way. You're, you're up, Murray. I'm sorry. I was trying to look to see who was singing or rapping on that. Yeah, That's what the kids are calling. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's Eddie. Yeah. It might be. You guy's multi-talented. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be Eddie? He wrote that shit. All right. Uh, let's go back to the first comedy song I remember hearing, I think. Um, and it's great, and it still holds up today. And speaking of silly... Well, we'll decide that. Speaking of silly humor, this is uh, Steve Martin with King Tut. This was on my list. Oh, yeah? Okay. Pulling it off. If you can uh, Google Google the Saturday night when he does this on Saturday Night Live, yeah, oh, it's great, man. Yeah. And then uh, Blue Lou Marino comes out on sax and yeah. just starts wailing on the sax. It's awesome. <laughs> now you were talking about comedy albums as a kid. Um, I know I've said this before. I, I grew up a preacher's kid, so I wasn't allowed to have comedy albums. Wow. So I didn't hear any prior. I, Steve Martin, I heard from kids at school. I heard. Raw from yeah. kids at school, Eddie Murphy's album. So I didn't hear it. the only so album your, we had. Your parents won't have this. I, album. I'm, not, I'm not allowed to bring that in my parents' house. Is my, that true? My album. No. <laughs> Although I'm sure my mom's going to tell me I say fuck too many times. How many times do you think you say it in there? I counted it because I had to keep it somewhat clean. So how many times you say it? I think I, there's six fucks on there. Six fucks and 22 tracks. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like once every four track, four and three and a half tracks. You say fuck. Yeah, once every three and a half tracks. It's a lot of fucks, Murray. Uh, yeah, not, 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 not so much. You put a sticker on that. How many fucks are in Raw? Jesus, I don't even know, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's just the first track. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, Kyle, if I have any songs there that have like a time code in parentheses, mm-hmm. 
if I do, that means that I it, take it from the cue point, which and then I want I want you to jump I, to there. I figured because okay. I don't have those, but I don't know which ones those are. On oh, okay, here. so do you I do that to every know. I do that to every song. You only have that in one. Okay, okay, good. How do you how does uh, he know where to take it from if you don't put the cue in? I put the uh, if you go into the options, you can you can change the time where you want it to start. So he just pushes play and it starts. But you don't have to do that. You have to do that on this computer. Oh, okay, I see. It's just something I do okay, to make sure, it sure. easier from him. Well, when you give me yours, that's what I do. He does. Oh, it okay, too. okay. So. Okay, so in uh, in the eighties when you were uh, when you were a comedian and you broke so big, mm-hmm. that's when you could do anything you wanted to, and that's when you could record rock songs. Oh no! Such as oh, Mr. No. Sam Kinison. I knew it as soon as you said it. Doing his cover, and then he changes the lyrics. But this is, and I think Richie Zito, who was on our podcast producer, I think he produced this. This is uh, this is uh, Sam Kinison's Wild Thing. Thing I think you move me, but I wanna know for sure. Every time I kiss you, I taste what other men had for lunch. The only thing can get you off is to see me in pain, but I think I love you. Is this the one with that time code? Oh, it is. Jump to that part then. Jump to the time code part. Oh, we all got some kind of wild thing and went through our lives and made it hell. Because everybody's had one. You, me, nobody likes to lose. <laughs> and you know she's out there laughing at you. I don't care if it was last week or third grade. Someone broke your heart. What was her name? <laughs> That's good. That's, I forgot all about that. Everybody's in that video. Slash, Every, yeah, uh, John Waits in that. I think Neil Sean from Journey's in it. It's crazy. I'm pretty. I'm I'm 100 positive, 99 that uh, Richie Zito produced that. Uh-huh. And um, I, you know, I, I was very indifferent to Sam Kinison. Uh-huh. I remember how everyone loved him. Yeah, and, yeah. and my joke would always be, I go, you know, that guy rocks a comb over. Right. <laughs> I go, he's not that. Cool, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. What he's saying, you know, it's just you know. And it's, at times, I'm like, well, is it, is it, is it, the, is it the jokes or is it the presentation of the jokes? Mm-hmm. And I, and I mean, you know, because he did. Would I laugh? Yeah, I would laugh. Sure. But I don't know if I would. If I'm looking back on his career, if I, if I hold him in the high in highest esteem, yeah, like yeah. I do, you know, was, Steve Martin was always my guy. Yeah, that was that that kind of silliness. Mm-hmm. Just over the top ridiculousness is let's get small and yeah. wild and crazy guy. Those two albums for me, those are those are it. Let's get small. I forgot all about that. That's great. Oh, let's get really small. Yeah. Um, One night we got so small we ended up in vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <It's just, laughs> Do you ever hear those albums, Kyle? No. Come on, man. Get with the program. Come on. Your uh, birthday's coming up. I'll get you those. Okay. Physical, physical CDs. Okay. I had a I had a comedian Alan Steven on my podcast and he was Sam's opener and right yeah, 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 guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and toured with You know what a lot of guys claim to be Sam's opener though. Carl but LeBeau. He was part of the there were the Outlaws of Comics oh. coming out of Texas and Bill Hicks, my favorite comedian was part of that for a little while. Let me tell you this before you continue okay. if it's okay. Uh, funny I was at the Funny Firm in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of comics come in and uh, this other guy was with them and uh, it was uh, it was Bill Kinison. Okay, sure. Here's how he introduced himself to me. Hi, I'm Sam Kinison's brother. <laughs> he didn't say, 
hi, I'm Bill. I'm Sam Kinison's brother. He yeah. said, hi, I'm Sam Kinison's brother. <laughs> and even as a 25-year-old, I thought, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. And he turned out to be like a huge prick. Yeah. A huge prick. He fucked over Carl LeBeau really bad. And, but um, All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I had Alan Steven on, and he, and he was talking about doing that video, mm-hmm. and it just, everybody was just coked out of their mind and drunk in that whole video, and it was great. And then he told me the story. I forgot about the Sam Kinison doing Are You Lonesome Tonight on The Tonight Show. Did you ever see that? Yes. So they were supposed to, Sam Kinison was supposed to go do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute, he told the producers, he's like, I'm not doing stand-up. We're going to do something. We're going to sing a song. And the producer's like, you can't do that. You can't. You can't. So we're not going on then. Was this, was this with Johnny? This was with Johnny. Okay. This was with Johnny. And, uh, and so they went on and they did Are You Lonesome. And they told like the, back, like, the backup singers were like from the Jordanaires and stuff. Okay. But it was Carl LeBeau and Alan Steven. All right. You see him on the video. And they, just, and, they, and they did Are You Lonesome Tonight? And he goes into that rant. And Johnny just fucking loses it, man. He's laughing. He's like, nobody is in the history of my show. Nobody has ever gotten me like that. That's right, Johnny. Are you, are you lonesome? You dumb bitch. I know you're lonesome. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hysterical. I'm not a huge fan, but I always love that one on this night show. Whose turn is it? Mine? It's yours. <clears throat> Sorry, I got to bring up my playlist here. All right, let's go. Um, all right, let's do this. Got to go, gotta go Monty Python, man. Got to go Monty Python for some good songs. And this okay. was always my You're favorite. You're right. I didn't think of them. This was always my favorite. And I took it from my DVD live from the Hollywood Bowl. Okay, cool. And they'd always break out of this, out of another sketch mm-hmm. and go into the sketch. And the line, whatever sketch they were doing would be, you know what? I never wanted to host a podcast. I always wanted to be a lumberjack. And then they'd go into the lumberjack song. I cut down trees, I skip and jump, I like to press wildflowers, I put on women's clothing and hang around in bars. He cuts down trees, he skips and jumps, he likes to press wildflowers, he puts on women's clothing and hangs around in bars. Heels, suspenders, and a bra. I wish I'd been a girly, just like my dear papa. Just a I like it just because John Cleese calls him a commie fairy. <laughs> it's it is a. There's a whole lead up to that, and I think I cued that wrong. Probably we've but. been to the Hollywood Bowl. That had to be a horrible venue to see this show that night. I, the, the DVD is great, or the, I guess. Well, I, yeah, sure, the DVD is great. But I'm saying if you're there and you're in the you're in uh, your back row, Johnny. Oh yeah, it's not good. And they probably didn't even have like didn't have screens and stuff back then. No, they had a screen because of all the animation. Oh, that, okay. Uh, what's his but not not to the extent that we have them. No, now, no, no, no. But you know, it is kind of shitty because they're doing their greatest hits, and there's always some jackhole. Yeah, in the audience, going, you know, say I'm a lumberjack or whatever, and you know they do the uh, the albatross bit, and he's walking through the audience, and people are trying to do the other lines to him, and she's like, "Shut up, dude." When uh, I don't know if you know this James Taylor story, when I was uh, Pilar and I saw James Taylor and Carol King perform at the Hollywood Bowl, and James Taylor he sits down on the stool. This is like midway through the show, and he has the obviously acoustic guitar. And he's sitting on the stool and he goes... Really, you laid down the strat for the yeah, show? Yeah, and he said, uh, Bonamassa was playing the strat. Oh, okay. And he says, he says uh, okay, this next one. And this guy yells, Freebird! Oh. And James Taylor, he just said one word. He just said one word. James Taylor just goes, Idiot. 
and everyone went crazy. <laughs> it's so great. Um, Wow, uh, Carol King and James Taylor. Yeah, they toured together. Must uh, been an, that must have been an expensive because, nap. Because, <laughs> that was, it was a fantastic show. <laughs> Unbelievable. They used their original backing band called The Section, which was oh, really? Leland Sklar. Oh, Danny, my favorite bass player, Leland Danny, Sklar. Danny Kirchmar and uh, Russ Kunkel. Oh, awesome. That's yeah, great. Was amazing. Was Joe Bonamassa there? Joe, Joe Bonamassa, he got schooled that night by Danny Cooch. <laughs> the Cooch. Uh, what do you got, buddy? Um, look here. He's talking to Mary. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to play another... Uh, this is a uh, this is a tenacious D song. This right. is not... You're bringing the youth tonight. You are. I guess so. This is not like a. This is not a good one. <laughs> no, it's not like one of the the. I guess it's in like the second tier of famous ones. All right. It's called "Fuck Her Gently." Oh yeah. <laughs> say hey, I brought you flowers, and then you say, "Wait a minute, Sally." I think I got something in my teeth. Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork. What's your favorite position? <laughs> That's cool with me. It's not my favorite, but I'll do it for you. What's your favorite dish? I've never heard this. I'm not gonna cook it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar. And then I'm gonna love you completely. I fucking fuck you discreetly And then I fucking bone you completely But then I'm gonna fuck you hard. That's nice yeah, that's that's, a, that's my wedding song. Hey, yo. <laughs> that was great. I'm about to name drop like a motherfucker right yeah, now. Yeah, do it, so do it. Get your brooms out and pick these names up. All right. I got. I went to see. I like. I used to see Tenacious D a lot around town. Okay. And they played a private show at the Viper Ooh, Room. Ooh, very, very private. Now, now I want to people. The Viper Room is the tiniest room out here. Yeah, it it's is, pretty small. It's like as big as where we're recording right now. It's so it's, small. You have to go outside to die. <laughs> Oh, there's a line of the show. I'm shaking your hand on that shaking? one, sir. That, that actually is, is going to be a bonus track brilliant. on uh, Rusty Cow. That is brilliant, my friend. Did I say that right? Rusty Cow? Yeah, Rusty Cow. Uh, Don't forget to download uh, oh, that oh, yeah. tomorrow. Yes, download or order it from my uh, Murray will, Or you know what? Do what Murray does. Steal it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who was at this Viper Room show? Uh, I went with Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, sat with Tom Morello. From Rage Against the Machine. Okay, waiting for the names to drop, but I haven't heard any yet. <laughs> um, and then, who is the stoner kid from Clueless? Do you know what that dude's name offhand? Uh, he went on to be like in Turner and Rizzoli or something, one of those <laughs> TNT shows. Turner and Rizzoli. <laughs> Are you looking it up, the stoner kid? Uh, yeah. The stoner kid of this oh, show is uh, Kyle. Yeah, it's. Um yeah, man. Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. That's, right. that's right. Yeah, what's the show he's on? Franklin and Bass. Franklin okay. and Bass. That's close. Yeah, right. that's not bad. It's on TNT, I bet, right? Yeah, not anymore. Brecken Meyer. He was in the Garfield uh, movies. Oh, oh, that's what I remember him from. Was he John? Yeah. He was John? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he was Garfield. Was what? Garfield? That's Bill no. Murray was Garfield. Oh, that's right. Jennifer Love Hewitt's in those movies, too. Why okay. did you watch those movies? Children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a Bill Murray fan, so I thought, well, oh, maybe he's bringing something yeah, bring, to yeah. this. Nope. Nope. Not Those a are bad. Tale of two kitties. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, you know who else was at that show? Who? One Gary Mann. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. That's Christy, out with, that's Christy I think Stratton's Christy, husband. Christy Stratton knows him, I think. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. knows that dude. Yeah. 
No, Gary Mann. We, Gary's we did, a very nice we guy. We did tequila shots together. Oh, there you go. Was he very small glasses? Was he? Were him and Christy dating at the time? Or I don't know. I don't know. Christy, I kind of knew back in the day, Mm -hmm. and then we went our separate ways, Mm -hmm. and then I don't know when they hooked up. So I don't know when they. Were you dating Christy? That's what it sounded like. We 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 we. we, I knew back in the day, and then we went our separate ways, and then they hooked up. No, I mean I don't know. Is this a rock solid exclusive? (laughs) Sex in the back of the car is not really dating. Boom boom. No, no, Christy and I never uh, dated. My next song is 19 from 1981 by a very, very, very subpar comedian. <laughs> but uh, at the time, in the late 70s, early 80s, when there'd be those shows like Make Me Laugh or any, sure. anything where a comedian had to come out, this guy always seemed to be like one of those guys. His name was Bruce Baum. Oh, Bruce Babyman Baum? Bruce Babyman Baum. <laughs> and this is a parody of Betty Davis Eyes. This is called Marty Feldman Eyes. She says it's not her fault She's got Marty Feldman eyes She'll turn the sprinklers on you Doesn't make sense And dry you off with her thighs It's terrible She'll confuse the hell out of you She's got Marty Feldman eyes And she'll woo you And she'll moon you And forget to pull her pants up She's a None of that has to do with Marty Feldman's eyes. It doesn't make any sense. It makes at all. zero sense. It's terrible. It's right. awful. And yet we're laughing because it's so stupid <laughs> that we're laughing. Yeah. And his humor was really, really stupid. That's and, true. And not in a bad way. And I, yeah. I had the 45. He was, he was in a diaper on the cover. <laughs> stupid. Baby man bound. Yeah. He, he was in a movie called uh, Crossing the Bridge mm-hmm. that another comedian, Mike Binder, did. Oh, yeah. I know Mike Binder. I mean, I, I don't know him. I know who he is. And he has like a little just short cameo uh-huh. in it. And, and it was like so quick that I was like, is that Bruce Baum in yeah. that? And so I stayed for the credits. And the credit is the guy who looks like Bruce Baum. Bruce <laughs> Baum. I think Bruce Baum is actually a friend of Letterman's. I think he was like one of, oh, one really? of Letterman's guys. Oh. Um, before we go to your next song, mm-hmm. I want to. I would like to tease uh, Steve Lukather uh, on May 14th. This is Steve telling us a little bit about how he feels about uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Oh. Classic Rolling Stone. The first album they slam. Mm-hmm. The second album comes out. Doesn't have the magic of the first album. <laughs> like, okay, guys, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> what album were they? Right? He said that their first album came out, Toto. Oh, he's talking about Toto. Yeah, okay. And they slam it, and then the second album comes out, and they say does it doesn't have the magic of the yeah, first. I didn't album. realize. I didn't realize he was talking about Toto. Oh yeah, we all hate Rolling Stone, right? That's. Um, I, I didn't, but I do now. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. It's just they got their nose up Jay Z's ass and Radiohead's yeah. ass I mean, and if, Springsteen's if Springsteen, ass and Dylan's and, ass. If Springsteen, Dylan, and Jay Z uh, made a song together, uh, the the building Rolling Stone inhabits would just blow up. Yeah, I mean, I know it's high. <laughs> it's all common knowledge, but just the fact that they let Kurt Cobain wear corporate magazines still suck on the cover. Of Rolling Stone that just tells you how yeah. fucking shallow and yeah. in it for the money they are. Idiots. Idiot. They sold out. Yeah. Your turn. You're Is it up. my turn? Yeah. Ah, speaking of bad comedies from the 80s, I'm going to play something from Julie Brown. Not downtown Julie Brown. No. 
Uptown Julie. <laughs> uptown Where the uptown. white people hang out. I don't downtown know. Julie Brown, her catchphrase was wubba wubba wubba. Right. What did that mean? I don't know. What does do 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 mean that we've been doing the whole okay, show? Okay, that, that's a drop in on this show. <laughs> All right. This is from. Uh, this made me laugh so hard when I was a kid. This is from Earth Girls Are Easy, which was a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. And this is because I'm a blonde. Okay. That came from the movement of all brunettes and redheads railing on blondes for having it easy. That was popular in the 80s, I guess. Yeah, that's a terrible song. I never liked her. <laughs> oh, really? You never liked her? No. You never liked uh, the Homecoming Queen's Got nope. a Gun? Oh, no. Nope. That's good. for girls. Well, I don't see gender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I never found her I, charming, pretty, funny, any oh. of it. Oh, sorry. Why don't you play another Bruce Baum song? Look, man, that guy had a hook. He's a baby man. <laughs> he wore a diaper. Baby man bound. <laughs> Kyle, you're up. What do you got? You got to say another thing with a profanity in it? Sure, probably. Uh, this is this is from the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I brought this. It's not the same one. Oh, okay. Oh, this two is, Bloodhound This is uh, it's called Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo. All right. Which is... Fuck, obviously. Wait but a minute. That's, no, that's, that's, that's a Van Halen album for unlawful carnal knowledge. <laughs> He's using the NATO language, NATO mm. language. Yeah. yeah, well, see you next but, Tuesday. That's, that, that, <laughs> um, that's but also th- in there. <laughs> but this is just all euphemi- euphemisms for having sex. I love euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like chili peppers. Maybe Flea's not good on bass. Organize the whoopee stick in the ham wallet. Cattle prod the oyster ditch with the lap rocket. Batter dip the cranny axe in the gut locker. <laughs> Retrofit the pudding hatch. La la, with the points water. If I get in the loop when I make a point to be straight with you, then in lieu of the in you and build in the end, no, my intent, though I'm Brazilian, white small egg, so pathetic. I don't wanna beat around the bush. Those guys, like, those guys are douchebags, right? Yeah, <laughs> they are, right? Because I was just because I was watching a little bit of the video of the song I brought, and the the, the hype guy in there just looks like a frat boy yeah. asshole, and I just want to punch him. That's terrible. Yeah, and is all their because I know, that's the third song I know by them. The other one is uh, an ode to Chasey Lane, this porn star, and he just wants to eat her ass. That's the chorus. <laughs> <And> it's like. <laughs> 
why? And I apologize if that came off a little harsh. But, uh, but that's the song. Don't forget to buy Rusty Cow, everybody. <laughs> Download it tomorrow uh, and buy the physical copy. Get an autographed copy. Rusty Cow. <laughs> anyway, I'll, play, I'll play mine when I come around from the Bloodhound Gang. Because it's, it's, it's all about sex. My favorite porn star is actually Rusty Cow. <laughs> <laughs> let's get a little more. Let's, he's, he's in the Bloodhound uh, Bang. Let's, uh, let's, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up a little bit. This is uh, this is uh, Rock and Peace, Gilda Radner. Oh. Uh, Gilda did this character on Saturday Night Live. She also did it in her live show. This is from her album, Live from New York. She did a character called Candy Slice. Candy Slice was basically... Uh, she looked like the way Patti Smith looks on the... Uh, on the is it the Easter? Which is, is the album where her armpit is all hairy. Oh, is that horses? What is that? No, it's not horses. We got to look Easter? it up. Now. I got to look it up. Got to look it up. My wife's favorite artist, by the way, Patty Smith. Patty Smith is good. I got into her late in life, but she's really good. Saw her last a couple of years ago. At the, she was amazing. I don't think it's Easter. Is it Easter? No, oh, I'm looking it up here. I don't think we've either one any of us have said they right out. Yeah, I'm not a huge Patty Smith fan. Although I was blown away. She was. And speaking of Flea, he came out and played with her. You find it, Kyle? Um, I mean, I just got to click through here. And by played with her, I mean they played tiddlywinks. We didn't play oh. bass or anything like that. We're all looking. We're is looking it, it up. Is it wait? Uh, oh, here. I got it. I got it. Where is it? I don't know why you couldn't find it. It's Easter. It is Easter. All right, yeah. So one of us is right. Yeah, it is Easter. Um, all right. So anyway, um, her character was Candy Slice, and she looked like, uh, you know, she had hairy armpits and stuff. And uh, this is a song about Mick Jagger. This is called Gimme Mick. This one to Mick Jagger. That's probably G.E. Smith on guitar. Yeah, right? Yeah. They dated and then were married. And then she would just like fall down. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I, she, I saw her do that on. Uh, yeah, she did it on Saturday, Saturday Night Live, Live yeah. a lot. Like Burn Their Bras or something like that mm-hmm. was the song. Burn Your Bra. I love faded hair, bulging eyes, lips so thick. Are you woman? Are you man? I'm your biggest funked up fan. Give me Mick. Give me myrrh. Give me some myrrh. Give me myrrh. Give me myrrh. Give me myrrh. I wish my wife was that big a fan of uh, Mick Jagger. She would eat. You're going to say, I wish my wife was that big a fan of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Your wife loves Mick Jagger. Oh, I thought for sure she would love that shirt, man. Why couldn't she just sleep in it? I don't know. Get would all you... sexy in that shirt? Right? Come on. I would totally go to town on her with that shirt on. Just, uh... Is that in the Bloodhound Gang she's song, sleeping. Go to Town? So, braless. Yeah, Braless, yeah, yeah, yeah. little panties in that Mick shirt? Yeah, why awesome. not? Come on. You're getting a little too into this. <laughs> that, <laughs> is wife. that is a... Did she try it on? Did you get it No, any... she didn't. She looked at it. She's like, ew. And it sat on the dryer until you gave it away at Parkastathon a year ago. $45 sat for that on the fucking dryer. t-shirt, man. $45. I thought well, it looked good. Someone got a nice t-shirt. Yeah, somebody. Happy uh, whatever. Happy picture of my bang, wife someone's, in there. Someone's banging around in that shirt. What's up? What do you got? Where am I? Am I up? I love it. All right, I love well, this show. All right, good. I love the funny songs. I love the songs that have fun in them. <laughs> I think I only have like two songs left. That's okay. I got some. Okay. That are fun. Let me play... Uh, 
Let me play my Bloodhound Gang song. Okay. This okay. is called The Bad Touch. Yeah. Off the album, Hooray for Boobies. Baby sweat, baby sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two-hand touch. You want it so rough. Stupid. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my waffle house. Hash browns coming quicker than FedEx. Never reaching apex. Just like Google Coles. Now you are inclined to make. Rise an hour early, just like daylight savings time. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. The problem with this song is it's really catchy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's really catchy. And it's kind of. I know I just railed all over it. It's kind of it's pretty well written with all the with all the different uh, play on words and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's pretty well. I mean, I do not buy the. Don't even bother. To look don't download it. it. Just just hear it for just the 30 listen seconds. to it on YouTube. Just hear it for the thirty their, seconds. Their I just first play. album is called Use Your Fingers. <laughs> what what label were these? What, what what who gave them a record contract? What label were they on? Uh, Probably something big. Columbia. And that's Geffen. that's amazing. And Geffen. Oh, that's amazing. Two big record late. Wow. Good, good for those yeah, guys. Right. Well, whatever. I hope they didn't blow their advance on uh, bitches. Yeah. What do you got, Kyle? Uh, let me see. I think I only have two more as well. It's okay. I got a bunch. <laughs> I'll just keep playing mine. You guys can... Oh, more baby man. More baby man. Bruce um, baby man. Bam. Bruce Brown. Lyrics that don't make no sense. Bruce Brown. This one, I don't even, I think this was from like a Bob and Tom thing. All right. This, oh, really? This is called Toast. It's by Haywood Banks. Oh, yeah. I opened for Haywood Banks. I'm supposed He's to be on great Bob guy. And, I'm supposed to be on Bob and Tom in a couple of weeks. Haywood Banks is a really great guy. Yes. Yeah, so I don't is, know this guy. This is Toast. <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah. I got to want a I always tell him I like Toast. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I get up in the morning about 6 a.m. Have a little jelly, have a little jam. Take a piece of bread, put it in the slot. Push down the lever and the wires get hot to get toast. He's playing on a toaster. I was going to say, he's banging a toaster with spoons, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that when I was a kid and I was like, this is so stupid. I saw it on like any evening at the improv or whatever. And he's got like slicked over greasy hair. Like, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a nerd, right? Yeah. What I forget what his uh Haywood Banks is a is the character he okay. does. Stuart Mitchell, I think, is the real guy's name. You looking that up? Uh yeah, Stuart Mitchell. Stuart Mitchell, okay. yeah. Is he still around? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. Is he do is he did he always just do that character like Larry the Cable Guy? Or um, did, would th- he go into I'm it? I'm not sure about that, but I think he I think eventually it became that that was the character for the whole show. When okay. I worked with him, that was the character Where'd for the whole show. Where'd you work with him at? I think Catch a Rising Star in, not in Chicago, but like one of the suburbs of Chicago, there was one. I okay. forget what it was called. Boy, that chain has gone downhill, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's a shame because that was the place to be in New York in the 70s and 80s. And now yeah. it's just, it's terrible. I know. That Speaking was, of which, I'll be there in Reno at Catch a Rising Star. <laughs> Are you really? No. I was in Reno there last year. I probably won't go back. Uh, not good. Huh? Not it's, after that rant. <laughs> I know, right? Especially if they heard it. 
So no, that, that's where I got to meet Clay Aiken. Got my picture taken with Clay Aiken. So cool. come on. I was, all, cool. I was all over And the, then when it developed, it was a picture of you and Ruben Studdard. <laughs> <laughs> are, you a, are you a claymate? No, no, but I was <laughs> drunk at the bar after my show. He was playing the theater and I was playing the club. And are was, you a gaykin? Is it a gaykin? I don't know. Isn't, I think that, the, isn't that a little pickle? That might, that's a gherkin. Oh, okay. Um, are you a gherkin? I think that's what that... Uh, jerk that? Who's, who's the comedian, Kathy? Griffin? Yeah, I think that's what she calls them, gaykins. Okay. Um, Kyle, can we bump? I want to. I want to. I want to get a little patriotic here. I want to play a song about one of our one of our forefathers, the first president of the United States. Okay. Uh, this is a guy named uh, George Washington, and this song, I believe, if I'm to believe the uh, YouTube video, is uh, is um, credited to Brad Neely. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Brad Neely? I think you do. Yeah, he he, has, he currently has a show on Adult Swim mm-hmm. called China, Illinois. It's been on for like a couple of years now. And he got those uh, shows because of these YouTube videos yeah. that he made. Okay, this is a song about uh, Mr. George Washington. Uh, Washington, Washington, six foot eight weighs a fucking ton. Opponents beware, opponents beware. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Let me lay it on the line, he had two on the vine. I mean two sets of testicles, so divine. On a horse made of crystal, he patrolled the land With the mason ring and schnauzer in his perfect hands. Here comes George, in control. Women dug his snuff and his gallant stroll. Eight opponents' brains. And invented cocaine. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Washington, Washington, six foot twenty, fucking killing for fun. Spread, spread, Delaware. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Sue me if I go too fast. Now the thing about this song is, uh, it's, it's educational. It's educational. It's a history lesson. I mean, I went to school. You can you can listen to Schoolhouse Rock all you want, but mm-hmm. I did not know as much about George Washington until after I saw this video. Right? They didn't tell me he invented cocaine. No, I just learned no, that. No, he eats, that. Br- eats his brains. It's yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He weighs a fucking ton. He really weighs funny. a fucking ton. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. video is hysterical. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's like crudely drawn, like just still pictures, but mm-hmm. it's super funny. And then it gets to a part where he has like four dicks or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> Well, he's the father of our country. What's up, Murder? All right. I'm going to go with my friend Karen Kilgariff off her album Live at the Bootleg. It came out last year. This has, a, if I'm not mistaken, it has a great album cover, doesn't it? Um, does it have like? Does it have an album cover that looks like an old... Oh, just, you knock my iced tea? Oh, yeah. That's a great album cover. I love yeah. that album cover. Because I saw... This is on AST Records. Mm-hmm. And they had the vinyl over there. And it looks worn. Like, you know how an album... You uh-huh. can see the ring of the album. It, it's... Uh, like that was part of the. Oh, f- I never noticed that. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh yeah, look at that. Okay. All right. So, what is this song? It's so funny you mentioned that because now, like with computers and mm-hmm. and and I'm an album cover fan. Like I I, you know, I made sure that my album cover looked good. A yeah. lot of comics don't. They're like, who cares? It's what's on the inside. I'm going to take a picture of myself from when I was in grade school yeah. and put it on the cover. And well, we talked about this. Yeah. And it, 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 it looks like they photoshopped something themselves. I'm like, dude, this is an album. Maybe it's because I grew up on album yeah. rock and stuff. This is an album. Take pride in in your fucking cover. Yeah, and when you're a comedian, chances are you're not going to release many comedy albums. Right. Maybe two, maybe three. Maybe, yeah. So, you know, yeah, make something that you're proud of, that you're, yeah. put the time into also, it. Also, if someone doesn't know anything about you, 
that's like the first thing they're probably going to see. Yeah, yeah if right. They're looking right. at it online or whatever. Yeah, right. So. I mean, you can probably gather a lot from the cover of my album. Yeah, you're drunk. Yeah, yeah I'm drunk and have to feed a kid. <laughs> anyway, I love Karen. Uh, she pl- played uh, a couple songs on a, my podcast when she was on. Nice. Uh, she's really great and she's really funny. And this is called "I Win." I want to win. I just want to win. I want to crush you till your windpipe caves in. And I want to be the prettiest person at Earth Cafe. And I hate Tina Fey. I know that's taboo. So (laughs) if you don't like it, you can fuck you. Because I want her money, her glory, her baby, her dog, and her job. And if one more person tells me I have to watch Modern Family, I am going <laughs> to buy that gun I've had my eye on. She sounds like Atlantis. Oh, a little bit, huh? Got a great that. voice. Yeah, yeah. I never noticed that. Wow. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's, she's really good. I've been really into uh, uh, our friend... Uh, Who's our friend? What's I don't his know. Name? The mental illness happy hour. Paul Gilmartin's Paul mental illness. Paul Gilmartin. Mental now, illness happy this guy, hour. This guy I have yet to meet, but I hear he's great. He's a good guy. You should meet him sometime. Uh, no, we're going to actually, uh, Mike Siegel and I are going to record with Paul in a couple weeks. It's oh, great. It's been way, way too long. Everyone at the, at the poker table, we play a poker once, uh, once a month, and everyone at the poker table has been on except for for Gilly and there's reasons. Yeah. But uh, everyone, everyone uh, at that table has been on my show too. Yeah. On my podcast and I think about it. Yeah. Kyle? Except Kyle. He can come produce if he wants. Okay. <laughs> you got any road stories, Kyle? No. No, okay. no nothing. Well, okay. You will eventually have them. Sure. I didn't start getting my road stories till I was your age, so plenty of time. Um, right, I, let's, bump up, uh, let's bump up Mr. Randy Newman to the next slot. Uh, David Wilde took me to see Randy Newman and Judd Apatow at Largo Theater a couple weeks ago. It was great fun. And Randy Newman opened with I Love L.A. Nice. I love that song. Which, by the way, uh, Steve Lukather uh, plays on that I Love L.A. And Toto is, are on it. They're the guys, that the gang that says, we love it. We love oh, it. That's, that's cool. the members of Toto. But um, Randy played this song that I had forgotten about called My Life is Good. Hmm. Do you know, know I, this song? I don't, think I, I don't know if I know this. A couple weeks ago, my wife and I took a little trip down to Mexico. Met this young girl there, we brought her back with us. Now she lives with us in our home. She cleans the hallway, she cleans the stair, she cleans the living room, she wipes the baby's ass, she drives the kids to school, she does the laundry too. She wrote this song for me, listen. Yeah, the other afternoon, my wife and I took a little ride into Beverly Hills. Private school, a oldest child attends. Many famous people send their children there. This teacher says to us, We have a problem here. This child just will not do a thing I tell him to. He's such a big old thing, he hurts the other children. Frank. All the games they play, he plays <laughs> so rough. Hold the teacher, wait a minute. Maybe my ears are wrong or something. Maybe I'm not He 
sang a brand new song that night. Putin, uh-huh. Putin, put your pants on. <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> he was so funny. He's really good, man. You he know? went. He went. For, the lineup was the worst put together lineup I've ever seen. It was a. Uh, he went first. Then Judd Apatow, and then the uh, the other the, the lineup was totally yeah, the opposite of yeah, how yeah. Should, Always I should. Randy just music. goes, I don't know if I could follow a bunch of comedy. He could have your music. Super you automatically funny. follow comedy. Super funny. Oh yeah, uh, and opened with I Love L.A. It was so terrific. That's awesome. That was the night uh, Siegel and I went to see the replacements. Yes, how was that? Fucking awesome, man. Except they, the original band wasn't there. It was all replacements. Yeah, it was, it was all, replacements. all different guys. You know, you, so did Bonamasso on guitar. You should have quit after the dead joke. You should have just, you should have just checked out. <laughs> no, they're great. I, I feel bad for Siegel had an extra ticket, mm-hmm. and he blames me for that somehow. I'm not sure how that worked. Okay. Wait, wait, um, wait. He had a ticket and no one used it? No. Well, I call up my friend Sess, who he kind of knows, who I surf with. Sess? Yeah, her name's Sess. Okay. Um, thank, God that was a, thank God that was a girl. Yeah. I don't know what her real name is. I thought I his name was Seth, and you were pulling a Paul Stanley on me. <laughs> Seth! Seth! <laughs> anyway, so okay. we all meet there. And he gives his ticket to who he kind of knows. And then I was with my wife. This is, this is the concert my wife decides to go to. I've been trying to get her to go to concert for a year. She doesn't know the replacements. I took her to see Paul Westerberg. He was drunk, fell off the stage. She had a miserable time. I'm like, you know this, this is, is the one she went to. You know this, this is the guy that ruined right? your life. You know this is the same guy. She's like, no, I want to go. So his, his extra ticket, was it for a guy or a girl? Seth is a girl. Okay. Okay, continue. So we get there, and then we run into some friends of Mary who have VIP tickets and swipe us up into the... You know, it's at the Palladium, so we're up in the... He did just, tell me that. You disappeared. <laughs> I just, and I'm like, I like texted him. I'm like, I got pulled up in the VIP section. And he's like, okay, we'll come up. I'm like, man, we can't. <laughs> but it was a great show. Is it better up there? Is, is the view better? Uh, the view is all right. I don't like the Palladium that much. I do. There's not really a bad standing place in the house. I love it. It's one of the best. <laughs> but we were kind of off to the side. It was kind of weird. But um, it was crowded. I don't think I would have been down there. And some, like... People are trying to start a mosh pit in the middle. It was like oh, four boy. guys. You could just tell. Four guys. All, two of them had a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like in their 20s, and they were around a bunch of 40-year-olds who were just like, knock it off, and like throw an elbow <laughs> at their chin once in a while. <laughs> but they, man, they sounded good. They played everything you wanted them to play? Yeah, yeah. Do, does it make you want new replacement music, or no, you're just fine with their back catalog and just move, just tour a little I'm, bit? I'd love to hear some more. All right. I'd love to hear some more. I like Paul Westerberg as a solo artist, too. He wrote one of my favorite songs. Dyslexic Heart? No, I love that song. That's a good song. This one's called um, "Let the Bad Times Roll." Mm-hmm. That's oh, funny. It's great. It's funny. We're we gonna play that. It's one of the funny songs. It's depressing and sad. You want to slit your wrists open? Let's let's do that. How was Tommy Stinson? Everybody was good, man. I don't know the, who, who the new two new guys are. I didn't really. Follow oh, it's that just up. it's just Westerberg and Stinson and mm-hmm. the new dudes. Mm-hmm. So there were some replacements up there. Yeah, there were, of course. <laughs> right. Josh Freese and oh, David right. Minehan. Yeah, yeah. Who? Josh Freese, the second guy. David Meinhand. Meinhand, he's German. Meinhand? Meinhand will jerk off? What? <laughs> you got another one? listen to the Bloodhound Gang too much. I think so. Did we skip Kyle? Did we, you know, did we skip that, you? That's okay, because I don't have that many, so you can go. Did we skip the, you, though, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Second time. Second. I think this is my last one. Okay. I got ten more. No, I got a couple more, though, that I'm, I'm enjoying. Um, yeah, I guess this is my last one, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, this is... What is my last one? Oh, this is my Weird Al song. Talk about putting some time and effort. This song is all palindromes. Oh, boy. And it's called Bob. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a good song. Rise to vote, sir. Do ye see God? Do nine men interpret? Nine men I nod. Rats live on no evil star. Won't lovers revolt now? Race fast, safe car. 
Sad Mark is as selfless as I am. May a moody baby do my yam. That's pretty much almost better than a Bob Dylan song in, in 2015. Yeah, right. Um, and the video is cool because they they mock the subterranean homesick blues. Uh, oh, video. that's funny. Now, I don't I don't know if I know what a palindrome is. A palindrome is the uh, a word or numbers or words that read the same way forward as they do backwards. Like so, like the name Bob, like Bob, yeah, or, or race, race car, car is always or radar. No, you're missing the. That's no. an acronym. No, so can it do it again for me? Tell okay. me what it is now. <laughs> it's the same. It can be a group, or I don't want to confuse you, but it can be numbers also. Okay, so, so one hundred and one is. Um, okay, so give me a word again. Race car. Race car. This isn't this isn't pyramid. <laughs> race car. So wait a minute. Things that are palindrome. Oh, well isn't radar isn't radar R A D A R? Yeah, it would be, but that's also an acronym. It stands for something. Why did you shit on me? Oh wait, radar is one, isn't yeah. it? All right, you're right. I, I shit right on you too. He, no, okay. yeah, I yeah, because right, I went cool. to acronym also. All right. I get it. Anyway, so those are all palindromes. And I believe Demi- Tit. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's gonna be <laughs> poop. Yeah. All right. Cool. I get it. All right. I believe Dimitri Martin, that comedian, mm-hmm. has the record for the world's longest sen- sensical palindrome. Does that make sense? Am I using yeah. that word right? So. so it's makes sense. What's that dude doing now? It seemed like know. he just fell off the planet with his hip haircut. He's just being an asshole and writing palindromes. Apparently, <laughs> you used to be a big fan, though, right? I liked his first special. special. Yeah. yeah, but then the other but ones. The other ones. Yeah, he kind of did drop off, didn't Jeff, he? Jeff, off, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, you got a song for us? Yeah, I'll play this. Uh, this, is this is another Lonely, Lonely Island song. Lonely Island song. This is this. the last <laughs> song that I have. <laughs> uh, this features Michael Bolton. This was on my list, but I took it off the last minute. It's called, uh, it's called Jack Sparrow. This is great. To get on the track, the boys are back. That guy's got a seven octave range, and I'm talking about Andy Samberg. Mm. No, uh, I I wanted to get I want to get Michael Bolton on this podcast. Do you think he has enough of a sense of humor now after some stuff that he'd come in here? And I do know his music. Mm -hmm. I mean, his first two albums are like metal albums, like before. Oh yeah, they're pretty heavy, right? And then uh, and then he he was Michael Bolt on (laughs) his real name is, and it was just a lightning bolt. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, In the O, his real name is Boliton. B O L O. T-I-N. Not a palindrome. No. Oh. Or, is, or an acronym. <laughs> no. An acronym. Not an acronym. I just fell asleep um, during that last song. I don't know if anybody... I, I do think Michael Bolton has more of a sense of humor because of this, and then he did a Funny or Die thing where they reenact that scene from Office Space mm-hmm. where they're talking about Michael Bolton's music, but he's playing the character <laughs> Michael great. Bolton. 
And so you just yeah. gonna come on and make fun of him? Is that what? Well, you're no, no, I, no, I, I do, I like him. I do like his music. Soul Provider, I love that album. Soul Provider is a great album. Which one had the cover of talk Sitting on the Bucket of the Way? Forever, baby, when you talk about us. He was just on uh, John Oliver's that? that was my own pretty good scene. It's like we had Michael Bolton here just you now. You don't understand <laughs> the full intent of my plan. He just sang a song. Baby, about- <laughs> Yeah, what did he do? He just sang a song about the IRS on... Uh- the uh, John Oliver show. No, Bolton, oh, I just saw that. Bolton's got to come in here and talk about his musical yeah. career. I'll play Bolton songs all night long, man. Which one was sitting on the dock of the bay? Who got cover on which what? album? That was on. Um, okay, that was on Soul Provide, but that was the one that came. Before. Oh, the Hunger. That's on the Hunger. See, I know. I just pulled that. Right, right. That's a really good cover. Yeah, that guitar solo in there is pretty should, good. Yeah, that's not. Neil Sean from Journey. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, nice. You should not bring any Bolton songs. And just sing all of them to him. <laughs> How about that song, Michael? Baby, that's what love is all about. That actually wasn't that bad. Thank you. <laughs> um, the, um, uh, yeah, uh, Neil Sean, and I would ask him about this, Neil Sean and Jonathan Cain co-produced some songs and play on a lot mm-hmm. of their songs, and that came out in 1987. And I, I, was wonder, I, w- I always wondered if they were maybe trying to get him to sing for journey oh when did uh steve leave steve left in 80 after the 86 tour so okay. the 87 88 would have been the time where they might have been saying maybe we get another guy yeah so um i think his is as much because he does have a really good voice but it sounds like a limited voice to me it's a seven octave range <laughs> now look <laughs> if you don't believe me he'll be glad to tell you oh really yeah, i think okay. so if he had an eight octave range you would have an octave, i'm gonna look up his range. Uh, tonight that's my that's that's my goal michael bolton right here that good looking gorgeous man michael bolton um i want to play the next song that's actually it says is listed as a medley um, okay because this happened in 1982 and it should have happened because this guy at that time was on saturday night live and he was gigantic on Saturday Night Live. That's why when that list of a hundred of, of the top, when they when Rolling Stone ranked, I'm burping. I'm not getting choked up. Uh, when they ranked the um, the cast members, this guy was rated way way too low. Because if you're rating these people on what they did on Saturday Night Live, this guy along with Eddie Murphy ran that show for four years. Let's hear a little Joe Piscopo. As Frank Saw Sinatra. her dancing there by the record machine. She could not have been more than 17. Played my favorite tune. I knew pretty soon that broad she would dance with me. Yeah, me. Now, it's a medley, so let's hear what he tackles next. You are cold as ice. (laughs) You will sacrifice our love. It's not bad. Not bad at all. You do not take advice. <laughs> Wonder if that's the wrecking crew. Someday you'll hey, who pay knows? the tab. I know you'll pay the tab. You are chilly, baby. <laughs> mm. That's four minutes and forty seconds of fun. I do not like when people mess with old blue eyes. 
I call him old dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he did a really good one, but Phil Hartman to me did the best. I like Phil Hartman too, but Phil Hartman didn't really sing as him. He did. Yeah, uh, it's true. He, he did like uh, you know, rip out your liver sting or whatever. Yeah. All this stuff <laughs> with him and Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, sign head O'Connor. <laughs> what are you? What are you I'm looking at you. I'm thinking eight ball in the corner pocket, sister. Grow some hair. <laughs> Oh, and Rock and Peace, uh, Phil Hartman and and Jan Hooks was uh, Sinead in that sketch. Oh, that's right. You're right. Rock and Peace both. Yeah, but uh, that 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 uh, that Rolling Stone list of Saturday Night Live cast members, they had they had Julia Louis Dreyfus up like around number forty, and I'm like, I can't tell you one thing she did on Saturday Night Live. You can't you can't rate those people by what they achieved afterwards. Right. Right. It's well, it's all, bu- it's all it's, it's all, all for bullshit. ratings and it's all bullshit. And that's when, like, yeah. when they do the best of Christmas of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Nothing you did this year should make it no. the best of nope. Saturday Night Live. No Cecily Strong nope. Christmas nope. Uh, thing should be making yeah, it in the exactly. best of. Now, you got another song for I us? I don't. I think that's it. Oh, you got another I can one? play another Julie Brown song. Nope. Oh, please. No. You don't have another one either? No. Okay. Let's, uh, let's first let's tease our, our Steve Lukather episode one more time. I don't even know what Steve's talking about here, but it's, uh, this is a funny drop. Was he drunk? No, he wasn't. He was great. Come over and rub salve on your little teeny ball sack. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> so let me tell you. Was so that just a rap uh, section of a Bloodhound Gang song? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Steve Lukather was he was he he was he was talking and he was great. So yeah. where's uh, he from? Out, right out here. He grew up out here. Yeah. Oh, okay. We recorded at the Never Not Funny Studios, and he uh, he goes, "This is a great location for my 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 second ex wife who lives right around the corner. I just parked in her driveway, I kissed my kids, I walked over. It's great. <laughs> he was great. He was he was the best. Oh, that's awesome. He came in wearing uh, gigantic sunglasses. Oh yeah. I'm good. You you think I wear lady sunglasses? These these said lady on the side. They were gigantic, and he sat down with them on, and I was like. And then, like he goes, he goes, oh man, I forgot these sunglasses were on. He took them right off, and I go, oh, I was hoping you were not that guy. He goes, dude, I am not that guy. Yeah, man. So um, I was psyched about that. I almost um, there was there was a guy sitting in the front row at a show I was doing with his sunglasses on. What an idiot! And, and I could have just not said anything. Yeah. I was closing the show. The three comics who opened didn't say anything. Was he blind? No, but he got. I almost got into a fist fight. Like, he fucking got up. He's like, yeah, I'll wear my fucking sunglasses anywhere you want. You want to fucking fight me right now? Yes, I do. And I'm like, I do. But I have 300 other people here who paid to see comedy, not me punching in the face. <laughs> Don't you wish that you like were like uh, like uh, like an amazing fighter so that when someone would say something like that, that you could literally just take them down without getting scathed? I am. You are? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Don't okay. fuck with me. Okay. Guys, buy this album. Rusty Cow. Yeah. It's Ooh. also, it's his, uh, it's your boxing name. It is. It is. In this corner, Murray, the Rusty Cow Valeriano. Moo, moo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not saying boo. No, they're, they're saying, saying moo. moo. They're saying moo. Kyle, you were going to say something? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line of the episode. Uh, let's hear, uh, Chevy Chase had a comedy album out. Oh, he did? Yep, and he uh, he would do like funny songs and stuff. And this is uh, Chevy tackling um, the Bob Marley song. Is it Bob Marley or is it Eric Clapton? I shot the sheriff. Whose song? Originally is that? Bob Marley and then Eric Clapton. Did Bob Marley write it? Mm-hmm. This is or Chevy. Maybe Peter Tosh wrote it. Let me check that. Look it up while we play this uh, silliness. I shot the sheriff, and I also shot the deputy. <laughs> Already mixing it up. I shot the bailiff 
after talking all the PCP. You know. You know. All around in my hometown. I'm shooting everyone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I drop a loot. Get in the nude. I take the knife and gun. Oh boy. <laughs> I can't stop having fun. No. That's going to turn around and bite him in the ass when the evidence comes out. I know. And he goes to trial. They're going to play that song. That guy's singing like a canary. Yeah. Yeah. You know what he's we do? He's bragging about it. You know what me and old blue eyes don't do? We don't talk. No. We hey, don't see nothing. Hey, and no rats. Nothing. I didn't see nothing. No rats. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if I just kept saying no rats, would you just keep saying I didn't see nothing? <laughs> totally. I was hoping we do 10 minutes on that. This is I remember uh, when. Uh, hi. I remember when. Murray's here. Uh, hi. Rusty Cow. Rusty Cow. MurrayValeron.com, iTunes, or Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, get it 22 tracks 22 tracks you know what Solid I would I, you know what now, if I if I buy this on iTunes mm-hmm. is it uh, is it 99 cents per track I think so yeah why don't you guys go that way that way the album will cost you 22 bucks <laughs> <laughs> good idea I always wonder who's cherry picking comedy tracks like uh, like not like King Tut or something like right, that right. But who's going you know, you know what I downloaded brown shoes yeah and I downloaded uh, Willie and the White Guy. But then the rest of it, I, you know, I don't really need it. Not that Willie and the White Guy. Yeah, and yeah, then I downloaded uh, Toothpaste Jam. Because it calls back Willie and the White Guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, who's down? And, and so, sometimes a comedy track is like, it could be 50 seconds. Yeah. That's uh, a, it's one of the hardest parts is naming your tracks. Um, let me see what, uh, let me see what Murray named some of his tracks here. Okay, yeah. We got pre-show. You know what I did? Track one. Uh, I, I was lobbed and mic'd, mm-hmm. so I just... I just recorded while I talked to other comics before and after the show. Just doing some nonsense? Just doing some nonsense. I like it. Comes out a, maybe a little, uh, what's the word? Pretentious? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, now that you've said it, people will, will forgive now, you. Now for they, will, they will cherry pick and they can only get 20. <laughs> It'll be like, pretentious like Mark Maron's podcast. Started around track two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you, driving in cell phones? You don't really like any of these? No, no, these are good. Pediatrician, tattoos, dying in treadmills. I don't like when the name of the track is like the punchline to the joke. Yeah, I don't like that either. That always ruins it. Yeah. Yeah, like this track, Boom, Fuck You. <laughs> That's got to be a punchline, right? Yeah, well, go to Boom, Fuck You too is really funny. Oh, man, you call it back. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is great. Everybody, look, I, I'm hoping you get, that you, get, uh, you get some downloads on this thing. How much is it to download it? Uh, it's nine ninety nine. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Or the way I do it, twenty two. Twenty two dollars. Twenty two dollars. Twenty two dollars. Or if you don't want the pre and post show, it's only twenty dollars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if you only want the the the, the real comedy, mm-hmm. um, the pre show is actually pretty funny. We talk about peeing before you go on stage, mm-hmm. when to do it, when not to do it, and then they promoted the hell out of the improv promoted the hell out of this, and so yeah. it was sold out. And so the last track and the last line of the pre-show is me going, "The improv promoted the fuck out of this thing. If I <laughs> if I tank, I have to release it." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Murray Valeria. That's funny. That's very good. Uh, do you remember the Saturday Night Live album that they released? It was just it was just it was just clips of things that were in the show. I don't know. I don't. What year was that? And uh, probably seventy six, seventy seven. Because uh, oh, no, it was the, the was not a, ready for primetime players were on the cover of the album. No, I was a kid and I wasn't allowed to watch that. So, so uh, oh, that's right, you couldn't you couldn't even bring you know, chocolate milk into your house. No, 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 no
but there was a song. It was in the show, and then, like I said, they just took stuff from the show and, and then put it on an album. But this was, uh, and I had Lorraine Newman sing a little bit of this at Podcastathon a couple years ago. Oh, awesome! Uh, but this is called. This was uh, Gilda, Lorraine, and Jane Curtin uh, singing a song to Chevy Chase called, and they were. It was called Chevy's Girls. Oh, I remember this. I remember seeing this. That was kind of a dig at Chevy, wasn't it? Because he he rocketed to stardom. He yeah. was the first one yes. to really take off, and yeah. then he left after the first or yeah. second season. Yeah, but this was this was done while he was still on there. Yeah, but th- I think it was kind of a dig because yeah. he was getting all the press, right. and all the play and stuff. Um, but yeah, I always love that song. I love I love the little thing they did there. I like it. Uh, I'm oh, gonna play great man. That's re- Lorraine Gilda. Yeah, uh, the original. Uh, they yeah, were they're so great. awesome, man. They were so yeah, good. Yeah, I've asked Lorraine to be on this show. A lot of times, and she doesn't say no. She's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know if I want to do another podcast right now because I just want to talk about. Like, I have uh, I have the first five seasons of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and I've ripped all the musical performances off them. So I just want to talk about the musical performances from when she was on the show, and uh, for like the comedy bits or the acts, no, the, the, the acts. musical acts. Oh, you know, great. Jackson yeah, Brown yeah. and anyone who was on, you know, um, uh, Frank Zappa, Bette Bet Midler, Frank Zappa. Yeah. yeah, I want to talk about. And then she can add, you know, anecdotes. Sure. Oh, when Bet was on, she was great, or this person was, you know, not so great, but whatever. Right. And if they were, and if they were aware, uh, you know, how big a musical influence they were having on the public, not just mm. that, but also comedy. Maybe she doesn't remember. Maybe she doesn't. I mean, she it was seems a, pretty together. No, I've met her a few times. I'm trying to get her on my podcast, also. Yeah, that but, was. I mean, a, that was a pretty drug heavy. Yeah. You know, from what I've read, it was like Dan Aykroyd. First of all, Dan Aykroyd wrote ninety percent of the first few seasons, wow. and him and Belushi just lived in the studios in the studio. and just did coke yeah. and wrote jokes and ske- sketches yeah. all day cj moore that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> why are you gonna take down jay moore his book oh did you read it yes pissed me off so much because he was like this book's gonna blow it open wide and blow, tell you everything that you, no, it didn't say anything all i got from that book was that he was a lazy ass on that show oh, and really? didn't deserve to be there <laughs> The only good thing that he wrote, he said, uh, he said, you know, when I got there, I didn't have an office. And I was like, hey, where's my office? I want my office. Where's my office? He goes, and Mike Myers didn't have an office. And he says, Mike Myers just sat in the hallway with a notepad and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And yeah. It, you, yeah. You yeah, can tell. You, do. you yeah. can tell who wrote and wrote. And he goes, you know, Mike Myers didn't care that he didn't have an office. He just wanted to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're supposed to be there, <laughs> lucky fuck. Yeah. And Mike Myers said many times he's wanted to be on that show since he was seven. Yeah. So, so he was going to make the work. best of it. Yeah. And he did. Um, I'm we got to p- do something for him soon, right? We got to get something from him soon. He hasn't done much lately. I know. He just, well, he did that, uh, he did, uh, that Supermensch documentary. He directed it. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen that. Yeah. The one, um, I'm drawing a blank. The manager, he, he manages uh, Alice Cooper. You're going to have to pull it for me. 
No, I need my penis. Hey, yo. Penis, not a palindrome. Supermensch. Shep Gordon. Shep Gordon. Yeah, that's it. How do you not remember that name? I know, right? His name's everyone. How many chefs do you know? I know tons of them. By the way, I watched that Alice Cooper documentary the other night. The Super Duper Alice Cooper? It's okay. I didn't like it. It's fine. No, and I understand. I appreciate why they're trying to do something different with yeah. it. But uh, I, I don't, how horrific did he look on the Tom Snyder show? Yeah, how is he really alive? Bad. Yeah, I must have weighed seventy pounds. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see, his it, literally, it's like a skull that has a wet tissue paper on it. That's how. No, much, it's literally that. It's, I mean, his so <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm going to play my Weird Al song, then we'll promote again, and okay. then we'll play us out. I got to play us out with one of my favorite things of all time. Oh, but awesome. This another, is my Weird Another clip of Steve Lukather? This is no. We're done promoting that, but okay. uh, that's a great episode. Are we just going to call this the promo show? Tell promo. All right. Um, I love it. The, not only do I love the kinks, I love Weird Al, and he nailed it. I mean, he's nailed it with everything we played, but this song called Yoda. To the tune of Lola. Oh, right. Is, sure. Is genius. Let's hear it, Kyle. From the top. I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. S O D A soda. So great. I saw the little wren sitting there on a log. Him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda Yo 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 Yoda Man, the band is great on this yeah, they're really good. It's the Kinks never seen a guy who looks like a Muppet But he's wrinkled and green Oh my Yoda Yo 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 Yoda The lyrics are perfect. This is so much like so the Kinks great. that right after they recorded this, he got into a fight with his brother Dave Yankovic. <laughs> And they won't get back together. No, now. They, won't, they won't get back together. Again. Jerks. <laughs> um, okay, what are we talking about? We got tomorrow download and purchase Murray Valeriano's first comedy CD called Rusty CD called Rusty Cow. Now, is this? Uh, it's only got six fucks in it. It's only what? It's only got six fucks. Six fucks, I think. I think I counted them. All right, six fucks. So if six you're, fucks, and is it? Uh, you just say fuck, uh, just to say it. You, and I say not, it six times in a row, it, <laughs> right up front, right up front. during the pre-show. Fuck, 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 they fuck, go, fuck. Murray, Murray, you got five minutes. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Uh, what's exciting? Uh, have you given away any? Have other people heard it yet? Uh, yeah, it's been pre-sailed for uh, last couple of weeks, so it's been really good. And I've been selling at the clubs. I heard Mary. Uh, her review was, "It's okay." She didn't like the stuff about her. Is there a lot of stuff about no, her? There's actually hardly anything about her. What about her. this? What about this track called Mick Jagger T-shirt? <laughs> oh, that's that's what broke up my family. It's called Mick Jagger T-shirt and the Shrew is what it's, it's called. called. Mick Jagger T-shirt, suck it. Forty-five dollars. <laughs> you might as well just lit on fire, Mur. I'm uh, like now, I don't work hard in the clubs making that forty-five dollars. How many boxes were delivered to your house this past Wednesday of these CDs? How many boxes? Yeah, two big boxes of CDs. I'm splitting with my merchandise guy at a story mm-hmm. merchandising, so okay. he's doing a lot of uh, that. So Angelo. Angela's a good guy. Angela's a good guy. He does the merch for the show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, he does. He does. Does the t-shirt Kyle has on. Oh, you know what my fucking shirt my wife loves? 
that, that rock shirt? solid t-shirt she wants it in a girl size i'm like fuck you no way <laughs> i'll send send her an email where she can buy one uh, and then i'll get a check for 11 cents do you have girl sizes yeah, they are. There's are a girl cut. Yeah, cut? I bought one for all, uh, all the girls in my house. Pilar, Sarah, Pilar. Rita. Got Yourself. One. Got one for me. Because <laughs> I'm a little, I like to look slim around the You're hips. a waif. You're a waif. Um, like us on Facebook. Uh, write a nice iTunes review. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com and read Andrew Rich's cool notes. Uh, we always love what Andrew's doing over there. I, uh, I can find out who's doing the artwork for this show if you guys talk amongst yourselves. You going to a beer fest today? No. No? No more beer for you? No. I've been on the wagon, man. And I'm going to Vegas. I'm working in Vegas. Oh, I'll be at the Vegas Improv uh, next month. Um, so I probably do a lot of drinking there. Okay. Cool. Wish I could find it, but I can't find it. But uh, but thank you, all the guys who do the Facebook artwork. Uh, follow us uh, at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. Follow me at Pat underscore Francis. Follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny and follow Murray. You're on uh, Twitter at what? What's your handle? At Murray V. M U R R A Y V. Why didn't you try to just do your full name? Because nobody can pronounce it can or pronounce spell it. it. Yeah. It's, there's nine letters, I think, in my name, and it's never. I'm surprised you got it right when you said it earlier, Kyle. Yeah. We're, we're at Rock Solid Show because podcast was like one character, two characters too long. Oh, is there a limit to characters? Yeah, it's in 20. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's. We I just, didn't know that. We, we didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? Anything else? Oh, if you uh, if you go to uh, rocksolidshow.com and click on the donation button, if you donate $20 or more, you are going to get uh, the CD called Live from the Rock Solid Studios. That, oh, what is that? That is all the musical performances that were ever done live in the studio. Nice. And between artists, you're going to hear a bunch of pre-show banter that I put together, stuff that's never been on the show. And that you can only get on this CD. Now, I'm not selling this CD because I do not own the the rights to that music. This is a gift to you just for donating $20 or more. Can I get a copy of that? Uh, yeah, I can burn you a copy of it. I'd love to yeah, you just go go to the website and donate $20. <laughs> 20 bucks. I've already paid to be on this. I don't That's know why I have to do another $20. And uh, again, this is, this, is a, this is a CDR that I burn for you, but it does have cover graphics done by Aaron Gould and all the song titles listed. So when it comes, don't think you're getting like, you know, something like Murray's packaging. This is just... <laughs> hey, so, oh, I mean, hey, it's, hey, not, it's, not, it's nice, and I've, I've really edited it nicely and tried to do it well. It has better packaging than these promos. It's got better packages than uh, Bachman, but... Uh, I'm proud of my packaging. Yeah, your packaging's good. I'm proud of your package. Ew. Uh, that's it. I think we covered it all, right, Kyle? I think so. Do we all want right. to talk more about my package? Uh, if you want to win those CDs. Yeah, or... yeah, if you want to win those CDs, just back up, listen to the beginning of the episode, and I'll fucking send it to you. <laughs> um, I want to play it out with... Uh, oh, first of all, I'm sorry. Hi. Thanks for letting me do this. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Do you have any shows coming up? This will, this show this is going to drop the uh, May 30th. May 30th. I mean, April 30th. April 30th. I'll be at Ventura Harbor Comedy Club tonight. Oh, really? <laughs> be, yeah. Okay, I'll cool. Be, All weekend? In, uh, no, just a one-nighter. Okay. And I'll be headlining Brea the following week, and I just told Kyle I'll be in Vegas next month. A lot of my dates are on my website at com. Perfect. Coming to Chicago, Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. It's a place like that. Cool. Uh, okay, this is uh, this I think is the first Saturday Night Live digital short. This is called Lazy Sunday, and I love this thing. Is this the first digital? short? This is the first digital short. It was either this or Dick in the Box. I no, no, no. I this this is, this is way earlier this is than before. Dick. Yeah, because Chris Parnell's in this and Andy Samberg, and I I listen to this like it's a real tune. Yeah, it's really good because I love it. By the way, Chris Parnell, fucking hilarious man. That guy is so underrated. Quick anecdote. Or quick story about Chris Parnell. 
I'm pretty sure this is true. Okay. Will Ferrell's Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's last season, Chris Parnell not asked back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like four episodes in, Will goes to Lauren Michaels and says, I gotta have Chris here. So Lauren hires him back. It was that how he got back? Because I knew he got yeah. canned and then he got brought back. Yeah, that's what I heard. Will Farrell said, I this is my last season. I need to have Chris Paul. Oh, awesome. Here. Good for Will, man. I know. That's great. Yeah. Let's uh let's hear it, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Murray. Thank you, guys. Okay, lazy Sunday. Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon. Call Parnell just to see how he's doing. Hello, what up, pawns? Yo, Sandberg, what's cracking? You think you what I'm thinking? Oh, man, it's happening. But first, my hunger pains by sticking like duct tape. Let's hit up Magnolia and Mac on some cupcakes. No doubt that bakery's got all the bomb frosty. I love those cupcakes like McAdams loves Gosling. Gosling, Gosling, Gosling. No six, no twelve, make a dozen. I told you that I'm crazy for these cupcakes, cousin. Yo, where's the movie play at? Upper West Side, dude. Well, let's hit up Yahoo Maps to find the dopest route. I prefer MapQuest. That's a good one, too. Google Maps is the best. True that. Double true. 68 to Broadway. Step on it, sucker. What you want to do, Chris? Sack attack, motherfucker. Hit the chronic, what calls of Narnia? Yes, the chronic, what calls of Narnia? We love that chronic, what calls of Narnia? Pass that chronic, what calls of Narnia? The theater's overpriced You've got the backpack Gonna pack it up nice No one's security That gets suspicious Mr. Pippin' Red Vines Equals crazy delicious You reach in my pocket Pull out some dough Girl acting like She'd never seen a 10 before It's all about the Hamiltons, baby Throw the snacks in a bag And I'm ghost like Swayze 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 Roll up to the theater Ticket buying what we're handling You can call us Aaron Burr From the way we're dropping Hamilton Parked in our seats Movie trivia's the illest What friends alum starred in films with Bruce Willis We answer so fast that we're scary Everyone's dead and all when we scream Matthew Perry The quiet in the theater or it's gonna get tragic We're about to get taken to a dream world of magic It's the chronic what calls of Narnia Yes, the chronic what calls of Narnia We love the chronic what calls of Narnia Pass that chronic what calls of Narnia Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.